Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report. Right here on a fallout show of the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 57. The Mojo Market Report is live. Coming to you from Chop Studios here in Matawan, New Jersey. It is Dave Sturgio. It is Chris Gucci. A5, which believe it or not, we were just talking about it in pre, smacked the exact score on our other show on Friday, 38-35. So the Chiefs are What your, did he win, folks? A whole lot of nothing, nothing. burger. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta bet that, bro. You gotta, you gotta smack that that's, final score. I mean, score. it's easier said than done. That's a that's a tough bet to make. At I used to do I used to throw like two it. bucks on a bunch of randoms. I think two bucks would have got him paid like 320. Well, still. <laughs> 320 probably put would have paid for all the box. Pools. I don't know. Maybe I did that mad. Maybe it would have been three thousand. How much you spent on no, box? 30 pools this bucks would have been or plenty. Yeah, I spent I only spent 50 bucks this year. It was it done. I was just like, I'm not I'm not going heavy in the paint on all of them. But anyway, we have ourselves like two. a champion. In the NFL, and they are the Kansas City Chiefs. What a game. We we wanted a good game. We got a good game. Um, just from the rip, it was just, we thought the Eagles went right down the field, did their thing, the and Eagles, you're just like, okay. The Eagles kicked their butts for the first, I, I thought, the first 30 minutes of the game, like, handedly. Up 10 at half. Up 10 at half, and then the touchdown on defense was Jalen Hurts just basically dropped the ball. They, they scoop and score. The Chiefs' offense did nothing in the first half. The Eagles were on their way in that drive, and they ended up be having a 10-point lead anyway, so they really beat them up early. Yeah, yeah. But the I've, Chiefs are the Chiefs. Chiefs you are the Chiefs. got to put them away. You they can't made, let them hang around. They made the adjustments they had to make, and, you know, lo and behold, it was a, uh, a halftime speech to be remembered, I'm sure. Andy Reid got his crew together. Uh, I'm sure Travis Kelsey was the one to make the speech, considering oh he likes goodness. to. He hasn't shut up yet. <laughs> jump all over the speeches, man. You said it Friday, and I'm just like, nah, man. Yeah, Kelsey's my guy. I love Kelsey. But you're like, no, he he like interrupts every single interview ever. And I'm like, no, he does stop, you know? And like they couldn't even get a word with Andy Reid prior to the game without Kelsey just jumping on his back. Like, this that is the greatest was pre-game. coach. Pre-game. Pre-game. That was pre-game. This is the greatest coach. I'm like, oh my God, dude. Like, leave somebody alone. Let them celebrate. Settle down. Uh, I guess the more the most cringeworthy thing I saw uh in post was Patrick Mahomes talking to somebody. Uh, I forget who it was. It was a post-game thing, a sit-down setting, and right behind him is Patrick Mahomes' brother recording for a TikTok, like, right behind him. And it was, like, very, And then, like, 30 seconds later, Kelsey came in and was like, yo, (laughs) Mahomes' brother, best TikToker, dog, nobody thought it. Like, settle down, bro. Everybody thought the Chiefs were great. Going into the season, the Chiefs, I'm pretty sure, were the odds-on favorite to win the whole thing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were, And now we're too. looking at it, nobody thought the Chiefs. It's like, yeah, bro, you've, whole, been, you've been in 17 straight AFC title games. The whole, Everybody thought the, the Chiefs whole, uh, were going to win. Put some respect Maybe on our name game, thing. But. Like, put some respect on it. Like, guy. like Whatever whatever gets you motivated, I, I guess. I mean, sure, yeah. If you need bulletin board stuff, like if you need, like, oh, Joe Cool, you know, when they beat up on Joe Burr. But it's just like. Here's me never rooting for the Chiefs again. <laughs> Thank you, Travis. You did it. <laughs> you ruined the Chiefs for all of us. And we Thank thought it was you, Patrick Mahomes' brother that was ruining the Chiefs. It's now you. And for 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 just please at least accept the fact that I might be onto something when I say that there was no ankle injury ever. This dude no, no, no. bolted for 20 yards in the biggest moment that he needed. I'll tell you why. And I he's think just, I'm there, talking there is, no limb. There is an ankle injury. And then here's how I saw it. Here's what I saw. Like, First of, all, first of all, Pat <laughs> Mahomes is that dude because he was definitely playing hurt. And I, the reason why I'm going to say it is 
is because <laughs> he wasn't showing it, and I could tell he was in pain because when he made a nice play, he, like, stopped, and there was no celebrating. There was no fist pump. There was nothing. It was like, all right, deep breath. Let me handle because he was in pain. I've been in pain like that where I've tried to not show it. I'm not Pat Mahomes. I was not in the Super I'm in Bowl. pain right now. I'm, yeah, I mean, like, you guys can't tell what I'm going We're through. We're struggling over here. But I, I think Pat Mahomes is legitimately hurt. There was First of all, we saw it happen, right? It was like I, ocular. I yeah. saw it. Yes. I saw the injury. He got hurt. And I saw the way he played last week. It doesn't go away. You you get a little bit better, but the minute you start going and full look, throttle. Adrenaline has a lot to do with it. Pat Mahomes is definitely having a uh, – he's icing his ankle today. Yeah, he's not going to be moving much. Um, but, again, congratulations to the Chiefs. Uh a wellness check on people around Mojo, like Sporty Jordy. We want to make sure she's okay. Uh, she, hopefully, she didn't get caught up in the Philadelphia rage that was. Um, so, shout out to all the Eagles fans out there who actually thought you guys had a chance. Um, I mean, they had a chance. They had a chance. They had a, they had a very good chance. I picked good the Eagles team. to win, so it's not yeah, like you know. We're, we're going to get into the players in a little bit, but Jalen Hurts is that dude. He is absolutely outside of that the fumble, dude. which I'm sure he's not giving himself a good time about, but. Outside of the fumble in the first half, which that had, um, I mean, I'm going to say it had zero to do with it. It, has a, I mean, it's a it had a lot to do with it. It's a touchdown. It's a game but, but they had a 10-point lead at halftime after sure. that. So they had plenty of opportunities. Yeah. Um, we could make a, a big deal about the call at the end of the game. I'm not going to. I think Bradbury kind of settled that one and said, hey, I held them. So everyone shut up. Yeah. Like all the, like, yeah, I believe the refs. Like, no. He didn't hold he them when they threw the flag, but he held them like two seconds before that. And if they cut yeah, to the, but another... if, they, if they put the camera on Smith the entire his entire route, he was held. Okay, but another instance, again, this is now two Chiefs games in a row where all of a sudden something was blown dead or something was paused, so the Chiefs had the ability to challenge that that catch by Goddard, which wound up being a catch anyway. But, like, another one where a referee just dropped the flag. Dropped the flag. He was like, oh, wait, uh, substitution error. Oh, I mean, uh, well, two things. I'm like, no, no, no. Two things. You two, stopped the play, two and things. I gave him a chance to review it. Two things. One, I think, again, I mean, I want to say this. It, maybe it looked a little fugazi, but it was the right call. Like it they, was, but the they way did everything, it's delivered. They did everything right there, and it just so happens to be that it happened last week, too, or two weeks ago, too, in a way more egregious sense, because this wasn't as bad. And, and like, Ball didn't lie. He caught it. They, ca they kept the catch. I don't even know if that was a catch. It was. Honestly, he had it on his face match, and then he they, juggled they it a little bit, and I only catch. thought he had one They foot. called it a catch, and it was damn close, so... Yes, you can't overturn it if you call it on the that. field. That Correct. Good. I think that was legit. But the fact that they gave him the opportunity... To relook at it in that moment, like, and I thought if I was like, really, "All right, if all right, really go ahead, challenge to, it, then re-challenge it." If they were really gifting the Chiefs anything, that second touchdown would have would have stood. Like they could have just said, "No, no, no, we're, we're going to keep that one. We're going to deal with the, you know the the one that they overturned." The oh, okay, yeah, mm -hmm. they like took one second to overturn that because it wasn't a catch. Um, also, shout out to McKinnon for being smart and getting down. Right before you needed to get down, like that—that's the smart play. That smart. is the only play you have to make there. The only way you put this team back in contention is if you score, right? And I understand that probably crushed a lot of you know bets or or, or people like with the box pools and all that. But dude, smart football play. They got to kill the clock, kick the ball with like eight seconds left. <laughs> I mean. We all know that Jalen Hurts has a cannon, but <laughs> that last throw was was something left to be desired for. He, he looked like he threw everything he had into that, and it that fell was, like 20 that, yards I mean, they short. Were, they were too far for a Hail Mary anyway. So it was like that probably, no harm, no you didn't foul. Think, you didn't think all the speed on that field, you didn't think the hook and ladder was a better play? You know, I mean. I mean, 
I understand Hook and Ladder's success rate is also very down. But they probably just... should have lined up Devontae Smith at center and then, like, tried some <laughs> crazy thing that they've never done before, ever. Uh, they practiced that play at least once in practice. Um, anyway, we, we won't get into that. Cowboys fans are rejoicing this morning. Yeah, I caught it. Don't worry. I got you. As you sip your Green Bay sippy cup over there. Decaf. That's how I started I know, Monday. I know. De- Bro, I, bought, I went to ShopRite and bought coffee yesterday, and it was decaf. And then I go to make decaf it's coffee, a rookie this mistake. coffee this morning. I'm like, fuck. It's an absolute rookie mistake. You can't do that. Can't do it. We got regular out there, right? Because I think I'm going to need some. We have nothing. We get the pods out there. No? They're gone? They're gone, bro. Oh, I'm, I'm a coffee, I'm a coffee Send guy. help. No, we're going. Anyway. What do you think is happening as soon as this show is over? We're getting coffee. Going coffee. Uh, so, anyway, let's get into the top movers. It is the mojo market after all, and this is how you made your money last night. We'll talk about a couple Chiefs that soared, and, of course, a couple Eagles that still balled out and made you some money. And I guess we'll start with the Super Bowl MVP, which, again, you knew he was going to win it no matter what team won it. The quarterback was going to take this award. The Super Bowl MVP is Patrick Mahomes, up 2.6% on his overall stock, but you know he's going to get that Super Bowl bonus. His stat line didn't look great in the beginning, um, and it didn't really end that well either. I mean, he he did throw three touchdowns, which, again, incredible. Yardage-wise, not that great. 182 through the air, uh, but the big big moments were his six rushes for 44 on a high-sprained angle. I think that one, that that, that first down run... I mean, I think he had the MVP anyway. You could have made the case. If they would have, if if you could have made the case for um, Tony. No, I. What if? What if they? What if they would have ruled that a touchdown on the on the hit on the that that he would have returned two touchdowns in the Super Bowl. He would have pulled a Larry Brown from '95. Remember when that Larry Brown won the MVP for the Cowboys because Neil O'Donnell decided to just give it. It would have been him. It would have been what's his name? Uh, Broxton? No. the hell's his name? I don't know. I, um, it's uh, it's missing me right now. But um, now it's gonna make me mad that I don't know the guy's name. But oh, uh, Bolton, Nick Bolton. He would have had two return touchdowns for touch uh, for, for uh, two scooping scores. So that would have got him the MVP easily. But anyway, back to Mahomes. This is one of your safest investments on the Mojo market going forward forever. It's not it's not gonna change. Um, he will take the top spot once Mahomes, uh, once I mean, Brady's yeah, removed. Like the major, the one thing that you have to worry about in the Mojo market with a player like Mahomes is an injury, and we all saw that he doesn't get hurt. He can't get hurt. He even gets hurt, and it doesn't show. He is the Terminator. So it's like it's Pat Mahomes, mm-hmm. and like very weird. I gotta say that what like just if you kept the camera on Pat Mahomes throughout the game yesterday. You'd see probably some of the weirdest behavior you'd ever see out of a person <laughs> that's really good at football. It's so that, that, that's a, that, that's where all the weirdness. I'm like, are you in, are you perpetually in pain, Patrick? What's going on over there? Like you're, you know, I understand. Somebody wrapped my they were damn down, ankle. But man, oh man, Mahomes is that guy. He wins Super Bowl MVP. It's incredible. Rutgers' very own Isaiah Pacheco yeah. has himself a day. Seventh round draft pick. Inserted into the Andy Reid offense, his stock skyrockets 11% overnight. This is the guy that I said weeks ago that when you have RB1 and you have that role in an Andy Reid offense, an offense that doesn't typically run the ball a lot, right? They're not a run-first team, but when they do, they run hard. He's rejuvenated. The dude goes 15 carries for 76 yards, a big touchdown um, in this game. When you score a touchdown in the Super Bowl, there's nothing bigger. And I said that on my Twitter last night. I said from Rutgers to getting drafted seventh round, to playing a season, to playing in a Super Bowl, to scoring a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Shout out to Isaiah Pacheco. 
keep chopping, my friend, because boy, oh boy, you found yourself a nice little roll with 15 carries. Uh, my question is, it's like, obviously, we're all we're all in on Pacheco. No, we ran the ball 26 times. We're, we're all in on Pacheco at this point. Yeah, right? but it should I be. I mean, they were down early, so they had, they were they were in pass mode pretty much the entire game. But when you have the pass lanes that they create in Kansas City, I would say it's the way... I'm going to talk about something else in a second, too. Mm. Um, but Pacheco runs really hard, so he makes you earn the tackle every single time. He seeks the contact. You see and the hit he, he took? Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Oh. CJ Gardner-Johnson played well. Yes, he, he did. Hitting, he was he hitting did. hard. Yes. Um, but, yeah, Pacheco, he gets every yard Every yard he earns. There's no – he doesn't, like, shy away from the contact, step out of bounds. He's Correct. He's looking for it. That'll change probably a little bit over his career. <laughs> yeah, the mileage will start tacking You can up, tell yeah. seventh-round pick, I'm looking to stick, make a, uh, make a name for myself and stick around. I think Pacheco right now, and this is what I was going to ask – where does this put Pacheco going in? I know this is not a fantasy football show, but I'm a fantasy football guy, and I think there's a lot of correlation here. Absolutely. Um, where does Pacheco go in drafts next year? I'd say, like, third. Like, he's definitely the clear-cut one in Kansas City at this point. He's got, like I said, I, I, I've been banging on that desk for a long time right. about this guy, and now that you see that, like, even like a guy like McKinnon might leave. McKinnon's in his walk year. I think right? they could so probably work that if out. If they bring but, him back, great, but we know McKinnon's but role. But McKinnon's role isn't going to take away from Pacheco. Correct. I, even if they brought in another back. Even if they like kept, if you take away, check uh, it. CEH like, around, which I think he's in a walk year, too. I don't, I'm not uh, sure about him. But he was activated and didn't see the field. Um, but Pacheco, besides Mahomes, if you take away Mahomes' six runs – they only ran the ball 20 times, and Pacheco had 15 of them. So it's like you know the volume's going to be there. It's, it's a far, As far as answering your question, where he goes in fantasy, I mean, you would have to think he's the third chief drafted, right? I mean, it's going to be a, a, a Kelsey Mahomes, and then you gotta you got to get Pacheco. Nobody yeah. else. I mean, I would say you're not going to look I, at Tony say, or anything like that. I would say you can make the case he's a second chief drafted. Before Mahomes. Before Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, look. Running backs are, 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 you know, are hard to come by in fantasy football, and, and I think that Pacheco has earned himself a, a nice conversation to be had come June, July, August, when we're starting to put our draft boards together, that Pacheco's going to be that guy. And I think that he had an incredible Super Bowl. He gets himself a Super Bowl championship. I'm sure everybody's real happy. I saw a uh, tweet and an Instagram post from Coach Ciano. You know, he put it out there. Very proud of him. Our boy Mike DeVertoff, you know, he got to play with that guy. So, you know, it, it, kudos to him. So, a great game by him. I know we spoke about it. Or, Real quick, yeah. offensive line. The Chiefs' offensive line did such a good job yesterday. Well, they were the, the story. One the, if thing, you could give the MVP to somebody, it should be them. The one thing that we said going into this, and, and the reasons behind us both picking the Eagles to win the game, was because of that defensive front that we thought were just going to be terrorists on Patrick Mahomes and his bum ankle, terrorists to guys like Pacheco. They but did a look, great job. I tell you what, little nugget, little, little tiny nugget here. The Eagles have been doing fine throughout the course of the season. They switched it up, coaching-wise. Yeah, they brought in Vic Fangio. Fangio. For what? Because why? Because he had a little success against Patrick Mahomes? He was available? But but don't, if no it sense. ain't broke, I don't agree. fix it. I agree. You know, you, you what if he came in there like, look, you don't, you don't got to blitz as much, you know? You, know, you just send your front four and, and we'll drop seven in the, in the second. This, if I'm the defensive coordinator. What are we doing here? If I'm the D.C. I'm pissed. After the NFC Championship, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, dude, like dude. you just shut down And I want to say offenses. this. I'm not, I'm not going to criticize Sirianni because I think he also coached a great game. What did he do wrong? Cried. All right, I would cry. You cried that when Dallas lost and you didn't even play. Uh, you don't know that. <laughs> that's not confirmed. So um, shut your mouth over there. <laughs> I'm pretty pretty it's sure. Not confirmed. Pretty sure it's confirmed. 
Um, but yeah, the sore loser is a born loser. I'm okay with Sirianni crying after the Super Bowl loss. Yeah, cry your eyes out. No, he, I, I, he wasn't crying after the Super Bowl loss. Oh, he was crying during the national anthem, and it became a meme. Oh, even better. Yeah, he did the No Sean Marino. Remember No Sean Marino when he freaking so you cry, of all, like, you of all people. Should be like crying during the national anthem. Yeah, sure, it's emotional. It's American so spirit. Like, so like that's not meme worthy in a bad way. Oh, it's meme worthy at the end. Yeah. It if is. he was crying because of the loss, then it would be like Jordan meme. He could have been that. Fine, I agree. Oh, right. Did you but, see it? But pregame, like nobody. There's no no Sean Moreno memes where he where people are making fun of him. Do you agree? I like, mean, the, the, the <laughs> it's bad, dude. It's I mean, bad. you guys can't. See. Ever, yeah, you can't look. It's pretty right, damn all right, clear. All right, that bro. is a good picture of For, Sirianni. So, in crying. defense of Sirianni here, <laughs> if you were to take a close-up picture in high def or whatever camera that the NFL uses at the Super Bowl, which I'm sure it's a good one, the same one that they came around, he was a yeah, oh, yeah, right, 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 yeah. right. So loser. So the next time, <laughs> the next time the Dallas Cowboys lose a game uh-huh. that's important to you, sure. What I'm going to do is, or better yet. The national anthem of said Cowboys big game, when the national anthem <laughs> was playing, and Dave's, and Dave's in his living room with his hand on his chest like the Pledge of Allegiance in second grade, and a tear runs down his face. I'm gonna walk up to him and snap a close up. You do that, and then I'm gonna be like, "That's bad." No, it wasn't bad at because, the time. I said, because, "Wow, what a patriot! What a good because, guy!" Because if you've ever looked at yourself cry, you have seen the most hideous, disgusting thing. Oh, on I have planet a very Earth. ugly cry face. Earth. It's very, it's very bad. It's I'm not saying yours. I'm saying the, I'm, if you're the I'm owner of it, your crying face to you better be the ugliest thing you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> can we move on? I can't to even something? listen to my voice on camera or on, on video. <laughs> you really can't. Audio. It's been freaking almost three years. Um, anyway, let's move on to Travis Kelsey, who had himself a decent day again. I, you know, we can talk about how cringeworthy he is in post and pre, and but boy, oh boy, the Eagles secondary and the Eagles linebackers and everybody that you were trying to prepare for, the one thing you had to do, the one thing was stop Travis Kelsey. Nobody can do it. And I, and I found out, not found out why. I mean, I, Greg Olson made a good point on the broadcast. He's like, sure, they prepare for a, a Kelsey. They may, they make whoever they want on their scout team. Hey, you're Travis Kelsey. Go run his routes. It's yeah. the, you can't prepare so you for Kelsey at, to wonder, be that I good. I wonder what Kelsey's numbers were against Denver under Fangio. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right, like, like, so he goes for uh, six catches, 81 <laughs> yards, and a touchdown, me. and a stanky leg to boot. Um, but, dude, you, get, you had one job, Philly. Stop this guy. Keep this guy to the end zone. And right off the, 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 right off the bat, like you knew right away – in, in, I just I can't I can't wrap my head around it how wide open this guy gets and he makes guys look foolish and, and you can't see him either just like Cena but I will say this that's his thing I guess no it's not because Cena will totally sue him for that um, and he's, he's I'll tell you a story about John Cena with that because you know it's really funny but anyway what I will say is this besides the fact that Kelsey was running all over the place and he was making defenders fall down how about the grass making defenders fall down. Eight hundred thousand dollars on a, on a field, and nobody could get traction. Did they like just put the grass in this week? Yeah, that's such a great idea. <laughs> it's like, like, hey, there's grass that we've never tried out. Let's use it for the Super Bowl. Like, it's the same. Apparently, oh, man, the same grass that if you watch Week One, Harrison Butker rolled his ankle, and he even complains like, man, that grass stinks. And that was Week One. I mean, at you the had same time though, twenty three like, weeks to get this right. I get it. It's grass. It's slippery sometimes. It happens. But here's the thing. 
Go ahead, paint grass. See how that works out for you. See if that won't be a little, little tiny Yeah, slip. I know. It's like, I what mean, are we doing? They all played on the same thing. I understand. They I think it, it does suck, but, <laughs> it's, you know, it, it happens. They're all over the place. But Travis Kelsey has himself another day. And, again, we we talked about it. We got flamed on, on Instagram a little bit when I asked you, is he going to be the best pass catcher in the in the Super Bowl? And you said, we can argue he's the best tight end of all time. All right, you not do you get it now? Like, do you understand? I mean, like you because could, we're not barking uh, first at of all, this I because it's just, I didn't say he is. I he's, said he's you in could argue, and you damn well could argue. Absolutely. That. If you are, if you're not the making that argument, to prepare for this guy. I'm not making can't. that argument. I don't like the guy, so I'm not sitting here <laughs> trying to cape up for him by any stretch. But when you're looking at the facts, look at this in a vacuum. You could say, okay, he played in an era that's kind of a little more tight end favoring, but that might or may not be because he exists. You know, I don't see. It's not like I see eleven tight ends lighting it up the way he is. It's just him every year. So, and, and, and you know, it's funny. Like in the pregame, and I, again, there's fifteen hours of pregame, so it's like be, like pick and choose when you want to watch. Um, but I was watching. They were talking to Gronk, and they were talking to um, Greg Olson. Yeah, Greg Olson in pregame, and they said this is the mold now. Like the tight ends used to be short, stocky dudes that could throw blocks five seven five eight. Now they're like six four two fifty, solid muscle. And I wonder if there's fast. ever been a five seven tight end. I think that's a little short. <laughs> Making a joke. First of all, the entire league, in the, the, the entire league in the forties were probably all three foot nine. So I don't want to. Th- they're all short dudes. Somehow, some way, the America hit up Grossberg, <laughs> and everybody yeah, got Don taller. Hudson's the greatest receiver in history of the NFL. <laughs> right? He was like six foot. Tops. Uh, I'm I'm just googling this real quick. Jack Shapiro. Shapiro. Uh, he was also Jack Emanuel, named Soupy Shapiro. Shortest, played in the National is Football the League. Player ever? Is the shortest player ever at five foot one. Kyler Murray coming in. <laughs> just oh, Kyler almost did it. Almost did it. What is he five two? I don't know, man. <laughs> Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is five ten. In heels. I was gonna. Say, <laughs> Say, does he have lips? <laughs> I don't buy that for a second. All right, let's head on over to unfortunately the losers of this one. But again, winners in your mojo market. I made some money last night on a one Jalen Hurts. Um, he goes up again just a little bit, but I have a massive 10 time multiplier on all his gains. Um, so Hurts throws for over 300, throws a touchdown pass, which was a dime, by the way. And like, I, I, we texted, you're like, Hurts. I'm like, yeah, but. McDuffie got lost, and you're like, that ball was thrown. Like, that yeah, ball like, just it was, right there. I don't care. If you put nobody there, you put 10 guys there. Like, the ball was put exactly where it was supposed to be yeah, put. Yeah, that was, that was a pass. dot. And, Bro, a um, couple more were perfect throws. The Goddard throw on third and 14. Yeah. Where they it, tried to overturn it. The yeah. one, there was another one in the end in the, to Quez Watkins, maybe the play right before that, mm-hmm. that Quez dropped. Bro, Hurts took a shot, untouched to the quarterback, got lit up, and he stood in the pocket, and he threw a dart. And it was on the money, 50 yeah, yards Got to catch that ball. Um, but Jalen Hurst, the bigger story outside of his passing numbers was his rushing numbers. Again, I don't know if the competition committee is going to look at these things like going forward, but the quarterback sneak thing, is, I mean, look, the Eagles have that down to a science. I mean, they, they just literally just have two guys behind you, push you forward, you're in. Or you get the fourth and one. It's 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 clockwork. But Jalen Hurts sets a record in the Super Bowl. Nobody, no quarterback has ever rushed for three touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts does that. He runs for 70 yards. Jalen Hurts is going to be a problem going forward. If, as a Cowboy fan, I know this dude, you have to just Yeah, he's, he's the first quarterback that I think that's come along in a long time. I mean, there's been others, and I don't want to get flamed for this comment. You will. But I think when it comes to 
um, a traditional running quarterback, a lot of them, the, the knock is they can't throw, they can't, and you made the, you can make the case for the cam. There's been guys that have been able to do both over the course of history. Well, Cam Vic, also had like shoulder surgery. Vic, but then he? even Vic, you could make the well, case. Vic could throw the ball 100 there was, yards. There were certain points. I'm not saying about necessarily you can't make the throws, but um, the ability to break down the defense and analyze the blitz right away and things like that. Like that took a little bit of time and Vic did figure that out. Mm -hmm. I, I will say when he came back around and it was the Philly days, Vic was a much better pocket presence as a quarterback. Randall Cunningham comes to mind as a guy that could run and Love throw. Love Randall. Another eagle. Um, but Jalen Hurts, Blinding man, you Cowboy. saw some of the throws he was making yesterday. Uh, I think he has staying power in the league. I think his stock price is still way too low because they're treating him like the t typical running quarterback that they don't think is going to last They're long. timid. They're timid about... It's just... A, it's yeah. about... It's about... And I understand why, because when you run the way these quarterbacks run, it, it really puts you in a situation of injury, and you the more hits you take, the more chance you have to getting hurt. But we see that he can throw when he's forced to, and I don't even know what you want to say forced to. We'll see when Jalen Hurst doesn't have the offensive line. I'm sure that and, he's and not unfortunately, as good as he looks, but... And unfortunately... It's only in his first full year as a starter. Just like, just like everything else... For second. This, this is year three. The second full year as a starter. Okay, but it's year three. So then, just so you know, right around the corner is his payday. Oh, he's getting paid. Yeah, so, and if he does, guess what? The rest of the team ain't going to be able to benefit from that. So that's what happens when you start paying these guys, and that's fine. That's the market. That's the way it's dictated, whatever. But, you know, this, when you get to a Super Bowl like this, the way they did it, where they dominated the entire season, and they dominated the entire playoffs, it's like, I understand the games are already in the rearview mirror, but man, you got to cash in there. It's so hard to win in this league and so hard yeah. to get back. If you're looking at Philly's situation going into the offseason, it's pretty good. It is, it is, because they have a nice top, uh, I believe it's the 10th pick in the draft because of the Saints. Like, they have good, I, I don't know their money situation off the top of my head, but I, bad. I do know. It's like middle of the pack. That at, they're, at they're, they're more than likely going to lose some of their running backs. That, yes, they have A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith for the long haul, but you have to have pieces outside of him. Dallas Goddard's going to come up on a contract, too. So it's like these are these are things you have to worry about. Lane guy, Johnson the, might retire. The Kelsey guy, might retire. Lane Johnson might retire. Kelsey, Kelsey's Kelsey over. might retire. I doubt he does. And then um, I think Miles Sanders is as good as gone. But, uh, you know, with a 10th pick, I think they could, they're, they're going to be able to plug and play a running back in that spot. Right. One more guy before we get out of here. Uh, seven catches, 100 yards out of Devonta Smith. Guy balled out, man. He, he absolutely did. He averaged uh, 40. You know, he averaged 14 yards every catch that he had. Uh, he got nine targets, caught seven of them. So again, Devonta Smith, in which you thought after the the touchdown to AJ Brown, I feel like he went missing for a little while, which was fine because it, the guy he now Devonta Smith led the team in catches. Um, he also led the team in targets. So there was some kind of something going on well, there. The Chiefs just did a good job on him. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and again, you got to be careful with guys like Devonta Smith. I feel like he's, I'm not going to say he's going to go into that Deshaun Jackson role where it's just like, hey, you're either going to hit it over the top and or you're not going to hit anything at all. I think he's a little bit more of a complete route runner than Deshaun Jackson was. Um, but hey, if you have Deshaun Jackson's career. I mean, Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson, Jackson played this year. Deshaun Jackson yeah. had a solid career. Just Deshaun Jackson has the most touchdowns over 65 yards out of any NFL player. And there's a ever. lot of them, too. And there's a lot. It's like 20-something. <laughs> so and half of them are against it's Dallas. It's not even close to number two. No. Whoever's number two is not close. No. So it's so you know. maybe Devonta Smith is that guy, and then some. So, again, Devonta Smith. How about this? I don't even know that Devonta Smith 
he might do certain things better, but to say that he'll be Deshaun Jackson, that might be disrespectful to Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson had himself a nice career. But I'm like saying, he, just based off of what we've seen, it seems like Devonta's either going to catch style, that big ball style, or exactly. he's not going to catch yeah. a lot of balls at all. You know what I mean? So, like, that one big one down the seam. Um, I know we're not talking about him, but I, I guess you can take away the top movers now. But um, a lot of top movers, you got to wonder how the Giants are feeling this morning. After giving up Kadarius Tony, that dude might be the next Tyreek Hill, and I'm, I'm I only say that because of the speed and the intangibles of what this guy's able to do. And then on a punt return, almost take it to the house. Did you see he barely, basically stopped yeah. at the end? Yeah. I was like, just, just, just you know, what I mean? he, just, like, he just he cannot stop juking people out. Like he's <laughs> he loves like, it. He loves it. He just loves it. Just he is stop. a human and I'm joystick. I'm him for it because it makes him who he is. But look, the Giants. Could you make the case that the Giants would have beaten the Eagles? No. With Kadarius no. Tony, but you could make the case that Kadarius Tony was that receiver that the Giants were looking for. For one reason or another, it just didn't work out. I think that there was a bad blood a little, with the regime. Really, a little relationship for whatever reason. I don't know. There. I don't know why, but a player like that. If I'm the coach, I'm gonna be like, all right, what's going on with you, bro? Let's figure this out. You good? This out. You, good. you, you out. need the ball. <laughs> you know, get down on his level a little bit and understand what exactly we got to figure yeah, out. To guys keep... like Patrick Mahomes, like we were, we wanted him well, since they draft day. They punted it to him. They shouldn't punt it to him. We're trying over here. As far as our Mahomes, it could be. So yeah, Kadarius Tony, the new cheetah. Yeah. Honestly, I, I think that this guy's going to be special. Yeah, and we'll see. I mean, he's going to find himself in a role next year. And this is exactly what you got to start doing, ladies and gentlemen. As the offseason approaches, it's now time to get smart because now it's time to figure out what these guys are going to do in the future. Where, what? Jordan Love. Oh, God. Uh, what these guys, I mean, yeah, obviously, after his, his darkness tour starts today. So I hope Aaron Rodgers is enjoying. His uh, solidated solidarity, whatever he's calling it, um, in the dark, um, solitude, whatever. He's a weirdo, and um, still can throw that football. <laughs> so we'll see where Aaron Rodgers lines up. We're gonna see where Derek Carr, who rejected a trade to the Saints, so he said, "No, no, I'm not going there. Just straight out cut me." So now the Las Vegas Raiders are about to cut this man. Yeah, I mean, um, that makes so sense. that he's like, gonna have anywhere he wants to go. Derek Carr may have went to the Saints and said. Deal. Let's, let's, let's just wait. Let's just wait. Because remember be what we talked about. Yeah, why would we want to give up picks? Yeah, wh hang, why are we going to just give picks. it all up? Hang on to those picks that we just got from Is the that like Broncos. a double cross? Do you feel like that's like a... like a Who's double crossing who? Derek Carr double crossing the Raiders. I'm <sighs> <laughs> just saying. I mean, think about it. Bro, they just started Jared Stidham. Uh, but I'm, what I'm saying is... Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, it, it took a, a, double, a double cross <laughs> a is like... I feel like he's just settling the score. He was crossed, and now he's crossing them. All right. So it's like a even cross. Crossed by us on social media. Huh? How about that little seg? <laughs> you can follow us on social media right now, at Mojo, on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. And, of course, join the Discord. That is the way to join the conversation each and every day. Guys, NBA is upon us. The NBA season is here. Spring training for baseball is right around the corner. There are a lot of things going on at the Mojo Market Report. We're going to be here for all of it. So now NBA, we're going to obviously still cover the offseason with the NFL. There's a lot of news and nuggets to cover and what it will do to your Mojo stocks. Those are the things we're all concerned about right now. But the NBA is here. We're in full swing. Let's get Prop bets, liquid going. props. Spring training. It's going to be great. Go. I already switched over to my Yankee fitted. I mean, I do it once a year. Bought a new one. They're $41 now. 
It is a crime. Anyway, so for Dave Sturgeo, Chris Gucci, A5, behind the glass here at Chop Studios, has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. Back here tomorrow with basically a whole new, whole new season of the Mojo Market Report yeah, starts yeah. tomorrow.